Welcome to the fourth episode of This Blonde Can Talk About Anything. Uh, before I get started, I'm going to just give a shout out to my girl Chelsea, who provided the little ditty that just played before I started talking. She recorded that for a film. I don't remember what film it was, but she gave me permission to use it. So yeah, uh, I'm very fortunate to have friends in um, highly low places. <laughs> um, if I sound a little hoarse this week, it's, it's not because I'm a pony. It's because um, I have a cold. Yep, and leave it to me to get a cold without even so much as going outside. Of course I got a cold. It's me. Nothing good ever happens to me. Anyway, um, so this episode is titled, This Blonde Can Talk About Herself. But it's not that much about myself, because I asked you guys to submit questions, and most of the questions you asked were more like my opinion on other things than they were... Um, about me personally. So yeah, I'm going to answer your questions, but they're just not necessarily going to be what you were expecting or what I was expecting. I could sit here and, you know, state facts about myself like that pink is my favorite color and uh, my shoe size and things like that. But I just don't think anyone wants to hear about that crap. So uh, I'm going to go with your questions. I also said that in week four, I would tell you guys a story about when my father, the late, great Marlon Brando, attempted to eat a battery. Yes, this is a true story. Um, I'm a woman of my word, but since this became an Ask Me Anything episode, I'm going to answer your 20 questions first, and then you'll get that story. Um, I'm going to keep you in suspense, but it's worth it because you will get to know me better to a point uh, through these questions. So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, well, here we go. So the first question is from Catherine, and Catherine asks, how are you? Well, Catherine, if I'm being honest, let's just say I would be a lot better if the last time I'd waxed my eyebrows wasn't literally like four months ago when we were put into lockdown. Um, and... I have been cutting my bangs to hide them because they were so bad. So yeah, speaking of bangs, or hair rather, um, <laughs> it'd be better if I didn't have roots. But what can I do? This is the price I pay for being a blonde and for, and for being beautiful. It's very expensive to be beautiful. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm beautiful or anything, but I'm, I mean, I'm not not saying that. So, uh... I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? That That's me, in case you thought that I really was just like a snob who thinks she's beautiful -er than everyone else. Um, anyway, I know they say that God doesn't make mistakes, but he really, really fucked up when he made me a brunette. Ugh, Jesus. Hunter, <clears throat> my friend Hunter, asks... What is your favorite song? Hunter, I know what you want me to say. You want me to, you want me to name one of your songs. So, um, yours. All of your songs are my favorites because that's what you want to hear, right? Yeah, except that's a lie. 
I just I just lied to you. I'm not a very good friend. Um, my favorite song of all time, and it's really strange, but it is my favorite song. It's uh, Christina Aguilera, Come On Over, and the Spanish version, Ven Conmigo. Um, that's probably my favorite because, like, whenever that song comes on, I get really, really excited. And then, you know, I just I start dancing, and I just really love that song. Um, speaking of the Spanish, the Spanish version of that song, and yes, I'm going a little bit off topic here. When I was a kid, um, I babysat my mom's um, terrorist. I mean, uh, her my mom's friend's son, Lucifer. And <laughs> I bought the Christina um, Aguilera Spanish album with my own money that I made from babysitting the devil. And my mom got so mad at me. I honestly thought that she, she was going to, like, murder me over having bought this album because she was just she was just so pissed at me um and um yeah I just she couldn't understand why I, I needed it because I didn't speak Spanish well I needed it because duh Christina Aguilera but it's también la razón porque hablo español hoy for those who don't speak Spanish that just means it's the reason I speak Spanish today you can probably hear my cat in the background again I don't know what to do with her I close the door she, she just doesn't she's just a big needy baby Hello, Miss Dolly. Her name is Miss Dolly. Well, it's actually Dolly Purton, but uh, I'm sure you don't want to hear any more about, about Dolly, but Dolly wants you to hear more about her. I don't know if she's done yet. Moving along to the next question. Glenn wants to know who my favorite actor is. And, well, let's see. Marlon Brando, Robert De Niro, John Goodman, Brian Cranston, Johnny Depp, Ben Affleck, Lucas Hedges, Mandy Patinkin. I mean, honestly, there are so many. There's just so many brilliant actors, and I never get sick of watching Brando, so there's that. Um, he's definitely the standard, and there's never been anyone technically better. De Niro is, at least in my opinion, very, very close, um, but still different. As an actor myself, I'm... Oh, my God, my voice. <coughs> Excuse me. As an actor myself, um, I'm just... I just very much appreciate uh, my contemporaries, some more than others, but they all have something to teach me and something unique to offer the industry. I don't think um, I can really pick just one. It really wouldn't be fair. Um, there is no such thing as one best actor. Like, there are a lot of really, really great, talented actors out there. Now, if you would have said actress, I would have said Jennifer, I would have said Jennifer Garner. I just love Jennifer so much. She's so talented. She's beautiful. She's kind. She's adorable. And she's just like a great example of what, of what a human being should be. Like, I just really, really, really love this woman. She's just, she's so special. Like, I just want to hug her constantly. She's really that great. Like, honestly, she's just like, oh my God. An angel. She really is. Um, but yeah, I don't have any particular favorite. They are all brilliantly different. Um, Devon wants to know if I like any sports besides football. Well, I mean, WWE is sports entertainment, so I do enjoy that. It counts, right? Um, I like to watch tennis. I'm still devastated that Andy Roddick and I never got married or even dated. And also devastated that his career never reached the peak I thought it could have. Um, I watch hockey from time to time, only when Jason Spitz is playing, though. Um, fun fact, actually, I'm an expert when it comes to hockey, and um, you probably think that's a joke, but it's, it's really not. It's 
the truth. Yes, I am an expert when it comes to hockey. Basically, I, I grew up in an arena, and I feel like I could very easily coach a team. Um, there's nothing I don't know about about hockey, but it's a really long season, so I get bored. Um, football season is super short, and unless it's playoffs, I only watch one game per week. So, like once my team, or once Tom Brady is out, I stop watching. <sighs> so that's probably why I enjoy it so much and miss it already. Because it's so much fun to watch. And yeah, it's definitely maybe my favorite sport. Um, my mother would like to know w- what it's like to um, have a child who isn't afraid to talk about anything. Um, I feel like that's a question for my mom to answer. <laughs> I don't have any kids. Just just that cat. Like She's very vocal, but who the fuck knows what she's saying? I don't speak cat. I have tried. It doesn't work. Alyssa wants to know who is my favorite WWE wrestler and why. Um, Alyssa, do, do you even really pay attention to my posts? I feel like the little green men that um, apparently came from Mars and probed my grandfather sometime in the 90s, even they know um, my favorite superstar is Carmella. But um, that, that story about the Little Green Men? Not a joke. My dad's father was a fucking loon, and he really thought that he was um, kidnapped by aliens. And yeah, anyways. So yeah, my favorite superstar is by far Carmella, because like, I just feel she hasn't had the easiest road to um, success. She was picked last in the draft her year, and she's like such an underdog. She's so beautiful. And extremely kind in real life, so that's a bonus. Um, she plays heel and face characters both really well, very believably, and she doesn't overact. Like, I really can't stand Sasha Banks' overacting. Like, her, <laughs> like her fake act, like her fake laughing and stuff, that doesn't sit well with me. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, like, I'm just like, why, Sasha, why? Like, why? And then she just does it again and again and again. You have got to be kidding. That's how I feel about it. Um, so back to uh, what I was saying. Um, yeah, she's like super, super kind. Like in real life, I love her to death as a human being. So that helps. Um, she can wrestle despite what some people say. She's actually incredibly athletic. Um, and as Leah, which is her real name, um, she hosts a great podcast called Bear With Us with her significant other, Matt, also known as WWE's Corey Graves, and you can listen to that anywhere you get your podcasts, and it's a great podcast. I actually, it's my favorite podcast. Um, she also has a great wine. She's an entrepreneur. She's got a business degree, so there's all these great things about her. If you're in the United States, please check out her wine. It's super cheap, and it tastes super expensive. www.couplekanya.com, C-A-P. O-C-A-G-N-A dot com. I am not being paid to mention this. Just a genuinely supportive person, that's all. Um, Yeah, she's also got really, really great uh, street style and style in the ring, of course. She's got a huge heart, as I've already mentioned. She's just just the total package for me. And that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy others. Um, I love others in the women's division. Like, I love to watch Lana. I love Lacey. I love Morgan. They're all wonderful in their own ways, and they all work really hard. But if this was the Hunger Games, 
and I had to save someone, I would save Carmela. I have never seen The Hunger Games, but I feel like this is the gist of what they do in that movie. You have to protect someone or something. I don't know. Maybe that's Game of Thrones, which I've also never seen. Somebody whose name is Stark Machines asks, is Marlon Brando really your dad? I'm going to go with yes here. I'm pretty sure he is. We'd have to call Maury to be sure, but Marlon's been dead for almost 20 years, so yeah. And his remains were scattered partially in Tahiti and partially in Death Valley, California. So there's really zero chance of recovering any sort of DNA. Not to mention, after your body goes through an incinerator, there is little to no DNA left behind. So Maury wouldn't even be able to help us, which kind of sucks because I would really love to hear Maury say, <clears throat> Marlon Brando, you're dead, but you are the father. That was a really bad Maury impression. But I'm going to go with, yes, uh, Marlon Brando is my father. Drew would like to know if I'm single. Um, it's complicated. I have been in love with Ben Affleck since I was a little, little child when I saw him as A.J. Frost in Armageddon, not to be confused with the similarly named pornographic film Armageddon On, which does not star Ben Affleck and likely doesn't star anyone who looks remotely like him. But that's not the question, so I'm just going off topic again. Um, so yeah, I fell in love with Ben Affleck many, many, many years ago and um, basically never fell out of love with Ben Affleck. I was a child and while I was growing up, he almost married that vapid woman, Jennifer Lopez. And for those wondering, I have a very personal, very valid reason for disliking her, but that's a story for another podcast. Um, then he went on to marry my girl, Jen Garner, who... As you already know, I absolutely adore her because I just told you. Um, yeah, and I was actually really torn when they broke up. <laughs> I ate like 300 tums, tubs of ice cream and I, I cried many, many times while watching Daredevil. Not because it was an awful movie, just because it was awful that they broke up. That's why I was crying. Daredevil is not an awful movie. People are just harsh critics. I actually liked Daredevil. Okay. Anyway, I was like, well, I absolutely cannot date him now. Like, I respect Jennifer way too much. Literally have worn the shirt, guys. The shirt, Team Garner Lifetime member. It was given to me by a mutual friend of Jen Garner and myself. Um, so, yeah, I, I picked a side and it was, it was hers. <coughs> Excuse me. But... Time goes on and some people talked and some Jennifer or another asked someone else not to hate Ben on her account. Um, it was me, guys. I'm someone. I have to keep repeating that all the time, I know. Anyway, he dated a bunch of idiots and then briefly dated Ana de Armas, who is playing Marilyn Monroe in a movie, which makes no fucking sense to me because she's not even blonde. Like, okay, she's really pretty. Big deal. She's not blonde. She has the, the wrong look. But again, this is not about that. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I feel like this entire time things haven't worked out for Ben with women because we have been soulmates the whole time. So I'm not single because I've been mentally dating Ben Affleck for a really fucking long time and I'm emotionally unavailable. Um, as I wait patiently, patiently, patiently for Ben to uh, 
get his shit together. Um, as as long as that may take, I will wait. So, so even if Ben doesn't know that yet, he and I are super together. Thank you. Next, Mike is very very concerned about um, why Tom Brady is my favorite player. He is really, really angry and wants to know why. Like, he wrote it all in caps. Like, I don't know if I should call the police. I'm over here just, like, waiting. Like, woo, is he going to kill me or something? So I can only assume that he's really pissed off. Well, Mike, first of all, you're going to need to calm the fuck down. It's not worth having a coronary over. Like, honestly. Like a track... Like attracts like, Tom Brady is a legend. I am absolutely a legend in the making, and that's just how the cookie crumbles. Jeez, why am I tripping on words today? Sorry, guys. And that is just how the cookie crumbles, Mike. I see myself in Tom Brady. Duh. I've been picked last in every sport, deservedly so. I cannot play anything to save my life. But despite my lack of athletic skills, somehow I have always managed to come out on top Tom Brady is a seven-time champion. I like champions. He's also a really nice person, and I like nice people. So I guess if you have a problem with that, um, it's probably because somebody deflated your balls and you're pissed that it wasn't Tom Brady because he's never actually deflated anything except maybe. Or no, not maybe. A hundred percent. He has deflated. Patrick Mahomes' ego. <laughs> Mr. Wright wants to know if I want to ride in his Cadillac and also would like me to know it's a DeVille. <coughs> I think Mr. Wright should change his name to Mr. Creepy because you're definitely wrong. Definitely Mr. Wrong anyway. Um, I only get in cars with strangers when they pull me over on the side of the road in L.A. and happen to be Quentin Tarantino. But like that Jennifer Lopez story, this is a story for another podcast. Um, you can't see me. I'm waiting because it's actually a really fucking great story. So you're going to want to keep tuning into this little show of mine because I may or may not warn you when I'm going to tell these stories. When they're going to be coming at you. So stay tuned. It's a true story and has a picture to prove it. Moving on, Emily is asking what reality show I would like to see canceled. I can answer that in three questions, Emily. Um, if I sound a little hoarse, reality week, TV it's, is it's a guilty pleasure. A pony, I totally because, get that. Like um, people love reality TV, cold. but it's also not at all like real. It's more yeah, unrealistic to me to than cold all even so of the sitcoms that have played on cable television in the last thirty it's years. Me. Like I'm not even joking. To me. Mark okay. and Mindy and Gilligan's um, Island are more so fucking realistic than reality TV shows. And the worst part is these people don't even have talent. Hannah Brown of Bachelorette thing is super proud to tell the whole freaking world she had sex in a windmill multiple times in the fantasy suite with the guy she didn't pick. Um, hello, do you have any dignity, um, Hannah? No, of course you don't. Ninety-five percent of the singers on reality shows, despite being really, really talented, are forgotten within six months. What's the point? I'm all for body positivity, but despite the name, my big fat fabulous life, there is nothing fabulous about like walking ten feet and being out of breath. Ninety Day Fiance. Well, that's a great way to get a green card. 
That's also oh, proven to be a great way to get a criminal record. So hoarders, uh, great way to exploit mental illness. There's even one about popping pimples. It's, it's so cringe. Father, like if you're somebody who actually enjoys Brando watching people get gigantic pimples yes, pop, I don't story. even want to know what's um, wrong with you. The woman of my Once word, I watched a show called My Strange Addictions, and I remember it because it was so fucked up. This one guy revealed to his father that he was in love with his car. So apparently this is called Object sexual. Better it's a real point, thing. Uh, and uh, he like so, almost um, killed his father, I'm sure, yeah, because the man looked like uh, he was about to die when he well, said here we <clears throat> he had sex with his car. Let me repeat that. His so car. Question is Adam Catherine. Sandler has made Catherine some questionable asks, movies, guys, and been ripped well, apart for Catherine, all of them. Being honest, He's never done anything that fucked up. If the last People having sex with the tailpipe of their car. Adam Sandler deserves better. And when anyone actively watching these shows out. should be given a lobotomy. And if you don't know what a lobotomy is, Google it. It's spelled like this. L-O-B-O-T-O-M-Y. So yes, I could literally do an entire podcast on this subject. And you know what? Um, I think I might. <laughs> It'd be better if I didn't ever... Sunday Girl asks, what what's the I most interesting the question I pay for being you've had so far? Being beautiful. It's I don't know. Probably that last one about the the guy with the reality shows. Beautiful or anything. Jessica wants to know if people came with a warning tag, what would mine be? It would be... It's expensive I to me. Then maybe people, people would stop judging me and assuming I must be cheap because I look a certain people. way. Guys, it costs a lot of money to make a person look good, okay? Beautiful. Dolly Parton says it best. There is no such thing as natural beauty. It takes a lot of money to make a person look this fucking cheap. So yeah, that's probably it. Or you can't afford me. Again, if these things don't sit well with you... Then maybe you will find yourself in the same position as Luca Brazzi swimming with the fishes. Because my dad is, after all, the Don. All of your songs understand that reference. You can name all the Kardashians, but you can't. You can't tell me what film that was from. You are living your life the wrong fucking way, and you should probably take a very, 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 very long walk off of a short pier, like the shortest one that you can find, with bricks tied to your hand. You are an idiot. Mr. Wolf asks, "What was your first sports jersey?" And then. That you ever oh, wore. Montreal um, Canadiens jersey with no particular name on the back. My grandpa was a fan. Uh, of the I don't know why. The, the and he gave it to me. And I was little I kid, a little kid, so I wore it. Bear in mind that when I was a kid, I thought my grandpa was terrorist. basically the I mean, coolest person to ever live. So if he liked something, I also did. I bought the. I wanted to be cool, guys. I just wanted to be so cool. It was probably nothing cool. My own money. Me, my grandpa, to other people, but it was really freaking cool to me. The devil. Anyways, um, I got lots of stories about my grandpa so and I, including one about getting kicked out of daycare. You have to tune in here to, like, to hear them. Murder me over um, having the answer to which jersey I first wore she because she was, I really wanted so to and was willing to spend money on it um, is so and, tough. Um, yeah, I did, she couldn't understand why I needed it because I didn't speak Spanish. You're gonna, you well, guys, I needed you, it because it should be duh, on the, the test to get on Jeopardy, honestly. But um, and you'll never guess the answer because it's that tough. Those who, who is speak Tom Brady? I really today. miss Alex Trebek. You can probably um, hear my cat. In that the was a scattered again. thought. I don't know what to uh, do with her. Spoke it out loud. Now it's out there. She, she just doesn't. She's just Patriots a fan. Ken, how do you feel about Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi Trophy? I feel like that's hilarious because let's be honest. Tom Brady never does anything reckless at all, ever. He's such a professional person. Like I've never actually seen him 
drunk, no, not even at the question. Super Bowl parade, Glenn not even at the last six Super Bowl parade, just this one. And so no, I think that, you know, he's just having a good time. Marlon he earned Brando, the right to act a little bit like an idiot. John and uh, Goodman, some people Brian should Cranston, stop acting Johnny like they've Depp, never done the same thing. They may not have drunkenly thrown a trophy, which he later, while still drunk, said it would have been funny if it had hit the receiver in the face. There's that. But um, he's Tom Brady has probably never dropped his kid on its head when he was completely sober, and you probably did. Opinion, so, I mean, very, maybe very people close. should just um, but still go be offended by their own lives. Actor myself, that's what I think about it. Voice. That's, that's what I think about <coughs> it. Excuse me. As an actor oh, myself, this is going to be a long um, answer. I'm just, I love I Zack Snyder. Are you excited about the Snyder Cut? Some more than others, but they all have something to teach me. And something unique to offer the industry. I don't think I can really Of course I'm excited. I'm beyond excited. I'm hysterical at this point. Talented actor. I, I didn't wow. hate the he Justice movie or Justice League actress. movie. I think it was as bad as you know, the critics Jennifer? made it. I would it. have I said Jennifer Garner. Critics know anything, so I just love Jennifer um, so much. I don't think so the film's flaws had anything to do kind, with the actors themselves at all. I think it was like editing. I think it was a lot of Josh Whedon fucked up everything for everyone. And unfortunately, it's the actors who take the heat because they're the ones whose faces you see. Love this woman. Okay, I she's got just, an email. Sorry she's about so that. special. Um, like, and yeah, so constantly. that's really, really unfortunate. That In honest, my opinion, like, oh my there God. has never been a better Batman slash Bruce Wayne combo an than Batfleck. She really is. Because um, but yeah, he's the only actor who made them separate they are all people, different. separate things. He made um, Bruce a broken man who Devon displays a certain level of empathy. If I like any Whereas Christian Bale is constantly Batman. Well, I mean, WWE is um, to be honest, I was actually so turned off from Batman that. film after right. my uncle took me to see um, Clooney's Batman like at the drive-in and my cousin I'm cried still the whole time. But that's Andy a side the and I never um, I'm dated. hoping we see more of the Bruce and Diana thing. There was a funny relationship that never fully developed in the movie and I'm kind of hoping we get a bit more sense of what direction they were going with that. Fun fact, actually. I'm an expert when it comes to I am looking forward to seeing more of Think Ray Fisher, joke, who is really not. like a mind-blowingly it's good actor in my opinion, kind of wish the they would do a, a yes, cyborg an standalone. When it comes to hockey, but that's not going to happen I, as I of now, anyway. In an arena, um, and I feel really like sad I that the last we'll see of Batfleck is um, going to be in the Flash. I, don't know about, um, about I think Affleck more than any other season, actor so deserves. A standalone. Um, football season is super short, <coughs> but he got tired of the bullshit at Warner Brothers and so lost like his news for it. So, I, what I think out, I'm most excited for about the Snyder Cut is just seeing, you know, also way. seeing Jared Jared Leto so again as the Joker. I loved Joaquin so Phoenix as the Joker. And, yeah, it's definitely maybe my favorite sport. But Jared um, is also very, very, very fun to watch. Like he really toys. With an audience, what it's in a, like in a way that Phoenix doesn't. I mean, two different portrayals, two different different needs. But um, yeah, I'm very excited for that. I feel like that's. I loved him in Suicide Squad. Maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but it's my opinion, which means it's the kids. only opinion just, that fucking matters. So yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, Martina saying? asks. Backstreet Boys or Insync? Martina, this is such a non-question. Who is my favorite WWE? I really. Like, wrestler. I'd really love it if you tell me why um, you ask that? this stupid question. Do, do really tell me why you think like Instinct's still relevant. Tell me why um, you haven't realized yet. Sink and it went just last. They know yeah, I can't sing, um, and it's even worse when you're sick. Backstreet Boys all day, Carmella. every day. Ain't no party like a Backstreet but, um, party because a Backstreet party don't stop. 
physically for the rest of my life or as long as they love dope. me baby there was a oh yeah and he really actually girl. thought that he was haven't you um, heard as long as there'll be music, they'll be yeah. coming so, yeah, back again. Backstreet Boys, that is. Instinct is done and buried. To, um, they hate me, she was picked but in the draft no lie, baby, she bye, bye, bye. She's so beautiful. Simon, my producer, asked me what my perfect so date is. And I think um, the obvious answer for this is June 20th, because that's the first day of my favorite season. By which I mean summer. I love summer because you don't have to wear pants and hate pants. <laughs> I like, like dresses and skirts and more, which they're more appreciated in the summer. So that's my perfect date, Simon. I hear it, I'm just if like, you meant from like a, I'm just like, why, um, Sasha? Why romantic perspective? Why? Like, how about the dude takes me shopping, again and again and again. buys me all the shoes I want, and to then be I'm like, sorry, it's not you, it's me. Um, no, so it's definitely to, you. Uh, you are not saying. Ben Affleck. Um, but yes, thanks, like I'm keeping the shoes kind, to go on like dates with Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck could literally take me to the dump, and that would be a perfect date. She. Hot Ivanka asks me if I think Donald Trump will run for president again. Um, and as um, Leah, hot which is Ivanka, name, it sounds um, like you might just be Ivanka Trump trying to get a feel for things. Spoiler alert, sweetheart. We don't like you. This question, with all due respect, is malarkey. Yeah, I like that word. I have no idea if Donald Trump is going to run for president again. Um, I have I have no idea what Donald Trump is doing. And to be honest with you, I don't think Donald Trump knows what he's doing. When I think of Donald Trump, I just think you are one pathetic loser. Literally, that's what I think. I hope he doesn't run again because nobody who's capable of understanding common sense wants him to ever run for president again. Um, In fact, yeah, I don't think ever, anybody really ever wants to see him uh, again. Style and or style you, ring, of course, hot Ivanka, assuming you are actually Ivanka and not just Tiffany Trump catfishing as the pretty sister. Sorry, um, I, I love me. Ryan asks, what's Anna, a really good... Lacey, sorry. Morgan, they're all wonderful in their own ways. Oh, Ryan asks, really hard, what or whom has helped you the most in your life when dealing with tragic circumstances? Um, this is easy question. James, Hands down, I film. Like I fell in love with film and television, of course. When I was just a little kid, basically it was inevitable that I would you know, go on to choose to pursue some sort of career in it. I don't often talk about the fact that in the past I have battled depression um, very pretty badly. Really, so too many things were happening to me at once, and it broke me down mentally during a time like when I was just not well. I just constantly watched movies, particularly Robert De Niro movies, because I just he does it all so well. Like. So I'd feel all the emotions. He'd make me laugh. And when he'd shoot people, I would imagine it being DNA. one of the things Not that was troubling me at the time. So it was super cathartic. Like, no But it got to the point where I started to so talk like De Niro. Like, I'm not going to do it now because I want to start it again. And my acting teacher actually asked me to stop watching De Niro films. And I tried. I didn't know he had a cameo in American Hustle. But anyway, I'm gonna go with, um, yes, you know, eight um, years ago, a very, very dear friend of mine passed away, um, and like my mom, actually, her single. first instinct was to take me to um, the movies. And I can remember this, like, it happened just yesterday, because... It's complicated. Um, 
I had the movie was an Adam Sandler movie. His grown-ups too, and I went in crying, and then suddenly I wasn't crying anymore. And for the duration of that movie, I forgot that I was in pain, and I just lived in the world. And if only for like a few hours, I just felt this joy. So studying acting and engaging with actors, all of that has been so helpful. At the end of the day, acting in cinema is my passion. So I think if you can find your passion and do that. And surround yourself with. Um, almost married. <coughs> I'm so sorry to cough, coughing. If you can surround yourself with that, and you can and you can survive anything. It's hard to point to a particular person, honestly. There are so many. Um, my mom definitely, because she supported my passion and she kept it alive for me when I was so down. As you and know, pretty much I everyone I've met because of my passion, from you. Brian Cranston to Lucas Hedges, are mutual. Mutual passions. Um, we yeah. shared mutual and passions, and their willingness to embrace really me really changed um, <laughs> my life, and <laughs> in a lot like of ways, gave me this the, the strength and the grace to hold. I, I um, cried many, many times. Save my own life. Daredevil. There we go. Not because <laughs> was it was an awful movie, movie, just um, because. It so was yeah, that they broke up. That's why I was crying. <laughs> This is the last question. People are just harsh critics. Ninoko asks, do you watch any cartoons? Yes, of course I do. I watch Bob's Burgers exclusively. I mean, like, sometimes I have the Simpsons on in the background. Like, if I want to go to sleep or something. But I feel like I'm going to die, and Bart and Lisa will not have age today. So to say that I'm actually watching it, no. It's just Bob's Burgers. I think that show is so well done. And I think it's extra because while <laughs> it's but um, exaggerated, they have like real family values going on. These are this is a depiction of a real family. We just don't realize we look that stupid sometimes. Um, I also like that the takeaway is always, no matter how stupid the situation, their hearts. Somebody's heart is always in the right place, and the family always sticks together. And you know. They love each other. In real life, I'm definitely such a Louise. (laughs) Slightly less shameless than her, but that's only in public. Um, That's 20. I said I would answer 20 questions. First come, first serve. But I did receive more than 20, and I'm definitely going to set them aside and uh, do another Ask Me Anything in the future. But as promised, I will now tell you this true story of when my father tried to eat a battery. And I tried to keep it relatively short because um, as I'm wait, running a little over on time here. <laughs> so when I was a kid, um, I, I can't remember why, but my cousin, my, my cousin had been living basically with me, and we were very close in age, and we were um, at this age where we were misbehaving all the time, like not misbehaving in like a terrible way, but we would just do very silly things. So one morning. We, 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 we had stayed up really all night, really and we slept till like, 1 in the afternoon, because we always did. It was summer. And when we woke up, my mom was very pissed off, and she had this battery in her hand, and she, and it was all, like, dented, and you could see that there was teeth marks in, in the battery. So my mom thought we did that as one of our stupidities, and she got... Like she went like, off on us. Like she honestly, she lost her shit on like us, track, and she like yelled at us all day like about Tom this battery and how you know it was dangerous to, that we put it in our mouth and all this stuff. And no matter how many times we insisted that we had not put this battery in our mouths or taken it out of the remote control. She just didn't believe us. So then at the end of the day, sometime later in the day, my dad, uh, Marlon Brando, came around and says, wow, my teeth really hurt. 
I tried to Don't eat some very hard champion chocolate last night. Champion. So <laughs> it wasn't uncommon for him nice to people. eat in the middle so of the night or to get up in the middle of the night and, and sleepwalk. Um, and like I could do a whole segment on my dad sleepwalking. Maybe if you guys ask me to, I will. But um, yeah, with the battery. Uh, yeah, so he was complaining that his teeth were hurting no, from the very hard 100%. chocolate that he tried to eat. He so basically, he had gotten out of bed, came Patrick into the living Mahomes room, ego. opened <laughs> the remote control, I guess thinking it was a chocolate bar <laughs> wrapper, took to the battery out and chewed on it. And he did it enough that he got them like almost halfway through. So he really could have, you know, killed himself <laughs> and made himself Mr. very Wright sick. Thankfully, he didn't. And so wrong. that's the story about the, <laughs> about the battery. And you know what? Um, My mom never did apologize to us for blaming us for it all day. And I am done. This has been the fourth episode of This Blog. Can't talk about anything. My name is Melanie with two L's. I thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to chatting with you guys. Guys, I'm again waking, next week. Actually, ciao. Really fucking crazy.